Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series in the book of James with this message entitled, Ten Steps to Humility, preached February the 23rd, 2014. We apologize that the last two steps are not included in this audio message, but the whole sermon, including all ten steps, can be accessed through our online transcripts at gracevalley.org. James 4, 7 through 10. Ten steps to humility. Ten commandments to attain humility. James counseled us that what we need most is the grace of God. To love God with all our hearts and oppose the seduction of the world controlled by the devil. And we learn that this grace God gives to the humble. Every moment God actively opposes the proud. The proud are the devil, demons. Every unbeliever in the world and those believers who live an arrogant, sinful life. So we are told in the psalm, Psalm 2, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you be destroyed in your way for his wrath can flare up in a moment. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So James gives 10 steps, 10 commandments to become humble before the infinite, personal, all-wise, all-holy, triune, and almighty God who is both Savior and judge of all his creation. Those ten steps to repentance are first submit to God, resist the devil, draw near to God, sinners cleanse your hands, purify your hearts, grieve, Mourn, wail, change laughter to mourning, humble before the Lord. In other words, repent. Now, these ten imperatives are our responsibilities. We must do this urgently, immediately, and once for all. As the Greek text tells us, in view of the truth stated in chapter 4, verse 6, that God opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. 
there are also three promises God himself makes in this text James 4 7 through 10 God guarantees to do three things for us when we do these ten things when we humble ourselves before God God guarantees one the devil will flee from you number two God will draw near to us number three God will exalt us So let us examine these three promises based on ten steps to humility. First, the devil will flee from us. We are to go down two steps to achieve this. First, submit ourselves to God. Let me ask you, what is man before God Almighty? The answer is grass. He is falling blossoms. He is mist. He is clay. He is a dying man. The wages of sin is death. All proud believers are exhorted to surrender fully to God, our Creator and Redeemer. If we don't, He will chastise us. And in mercy, listen to this, friends, He will kill us that our spirits may be saved. Submit yourselves to God. It is what we must do right now. Jesus Christ is Lord. He is given all authority in heaven and on earth. Submit. This is a military term. That is look for true spiritual authority. And come under that authority to hear and to do. Not to argue about it. Come under God's authority. God who revealed himself especially in the Holy Bible. Also come under his delegated human authorities. Parents, husbands, pastors, and the authority of a just government. The youngers must submit to the elder. We are to take up the yoke of Jesus and learn of him. We are to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow Christ the crucified. We are to pray, thy will be done. And do his will gladly. We are to love God more than our life itself. Jesus submitted himself to his parents. 
He submitted to his heavenly father in everything. He never sinned. In life and death he submitted and glorified his father. If we with Pharaoh challenge him saying, Who is the Lord that I should obey him? We will experience the ministry of his mighty hand in putting us down. He shall not tolerate the arrogance of his finite sinful creatures. The essence of arrogance is enmity toward God. Paul says in Romans 8, 7, the sinful mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Resist the devil. Submit to God, that's first. And secondly, resist the devil. We must fight not against God and his delegated authorities. We must fight against the devil, against the world, and against the flesh. The devil is the accuser, but God is our advocate. Christ is our advocate in heaven and Holy Spirit our intercessor on earth. Remember the devil desired to sift Peter like wheat. But Jesus prayed for him and his faith in God did not fail. We are not to give place to the devil by sinning transgressing God's law. If we sin, we are to repent and seek God's forgiveness immediately. The devil, friends, is a liar and a murderer. Remember Satan filled Ananias and Sapphira to lie to the Holy Ghost. Satan tempted Jesus all his life. And he overcame him by the sword of the word and the power of the spirit. Satan opposed Jesus through Peter. And Jesus opposed Peter and the devil. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never Lord, he said, don't go to the cross. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. People of God always have the things of God in your mind. Satan opposed Job through his wife and Job opposed Satan. Job's wife said to him, are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. 
Satan opposed Joshua the high priest and he was helped by God by solving his sin problem Zechariah 3 1 through 4 when we are led by the spirit and scripture we discern the thoughts of the devil and oppose them Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11 we are not ignorant of the thoughts of the devil he puts thoughts into your head Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10 the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ we resist the devil in the power of the Holy Spirit we oppose him By putting on the whole armor of God. The belt of truth. That is the gospel. The breastplate of righteousness. The boots of the readiness to share the gospel. Peter says in. First Peter 3 but in your heart set apart Christ as Lord always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the devil helmet of salvation that we are saved By the Lord Jesus Christ. We are saved. We are being saved. And we shall be saved. On the last day. Assurance of salvation. The sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. Let the word of Christ. Dwell in you. Richly. And the communication gear. Which is prayer. Prayer in the morning. Prayer at noon. Prayer in the evening. Always pray. And God hears our prayers and guides us. We put on the Lord Jesus Christ. By being filled with the spirit. And make no provision for the flesh. Romans 13 verse 14. Friends the devil is a defeated enemy. Christ by his death once for all defeated him. James tells us the devil believes God and he trembles. But he will not obey him. Jesus said I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble but rejoice I have overcome the world. 
Hebrews 2 we read since the children have flesh and blood he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death friends Christ's victory is the victory of the church of every Christian. And we read in Revelation, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. By submitting to Christ, We can resist the devil. We can say no to sin. And yes to Jesus Christ. Friends we are able to put to death. By the spirit the misdeeds of the body. As we are led by the spirit. Friends if God is for us. Who can be against us? If Christ is for us, who can be against us? If the Holy Spirit is for us, who can be against us? If the holy angels are for us, who can be against us? In Christ, we are told that we will trample underfoot the devil. Romans 16:20 the god of peace will soon crush satan under your feet and so what is the promise sir the devil shall surely flee from us and he shall It's divine promise. It's divine guarantee you do what he tells you to do And the devil shall surely flee from us. Yet he will come back again and again as he did to Jesus. Therefore, friends, we keep on trusting God. Keep on obeying God. Keep on worshiping God. In the home and in the church. We keep on hearing the preached word. And applying the word to our life. This opposition to the devil shall last till you and I die. Remember what happened to David. And remember what happened to Peter. Yes, devil is a supernatural being. But he is a creature. A fallen creature. He is a personal being. A very powerful being. Don't ever underestimate the devil. But he is a defeated being. He can only deceive or attempt to deceive. He can only deceive the biblically ignorant And stupidly arrogant. And if you are arrogant. And ignorant. You will be attacked by the devil every day. 
So walk in the light as God is in the light and we shall enjoy freedom from the devil. Friends, every true Christian is an overcomer in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, sir. In fact, in Christ, we are more than conquerors. Remember, the Lord is with us. Isaiah said, for this is what the high and lofty one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy, I live in a high and holy place. But also with him who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. The Lord is with us always, even to the end of the ages. He shall never leave us. He is with us to help us, guide us, strengthen us, provide for us, to give us grace and to fight our battles. If the sun sets us free, we are free indeed. So Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has seized you except what is common to man. And God is faithful to us. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. St. Paul tells us again, but you, man of God, flee from all this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. He also says, flee the evil desires of youth. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Name of the Lord out of a pure heart. Joseph, friends, submitted to his father, to Potiphar, to prison warden, to Pharaoh, and above all to God and resist the devil and he experienced freedom from the devil. Remember, Joseph said, how can I do this wicked thing and sin against God? A young man. Learn from Joseph, sir. Jesus submitted to his father, fought against the devil and triumphed over him. And let us enjoy his victory. And the second promise in verse 8, first promise is in verse 7, second promise in verse 8, third promise is in verse 10. Second promise, draw near to God and he will surely draw near to you. This is repeated in Zechariah 1.3 and Malachi 3.7. St. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 6, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? 
or what fellowship can light have with darkness what harmony is between Christ and Belial what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever therefore come out from among them and be separate says the Lord touch no unclean thing and I will receive you come away from the wicked of the world you go to the high school you go to the university you go to workplace and you absorb the worldliness and sinfulness of people come away from the wicked of the world come away from all worldliness you moved away from God God did not move away from you you left his holy presence you left your first love your heart is divided in its loyalty you are a lover of the world and sin and money and stuff you have become a lover of sinful pleasures listen to what Jesus says Revelation 2 yet I hold this against you you have forsaken your first love Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lamp stand from its place. Your problem is sin. James says your problem is that you are filthy. God is holy. Come clean. Washed in the blood of the Lamb. Do not conceal your sin, but confess and forsake, and you will find mercy from God. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their lands. Don't be a hypocrite. A Pharisee. Come as a publican. As a sinner confessing. And trusting in Jesus. Come near. As the prodigal did. Who went away from the father. To enjoy the pleasures of sin. For a season. But he came back. When he came to his senses. Some people never come to their senses when he came to his senses he said how many of my father's hired men have food to spare and here I am starving to death I will set out and go back to my father and say to him father I have sinned against heaven and against you I am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired men So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off. His father saw him. And was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son. Threw his arms around him. And kissed him. Friends. Come confessing to the father. He shall come running. To hug you. To kiss you. To forgive you. To receive you as his son. And rejoice with you.
he will never drive away anyone who turns to him in repentance and faith and so jesus said in john 6 all that the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me i will never drive away have clean hands that stands for behavior conduct have clean hands Paul says in 1st Timothy 2 I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing Psalm 24 who may ascend the hill of the Lord who may stand in his holy place he who has clean hands and pure heart heart faith hand deeds heart love hands deeds he who has clean hands and a pure heart who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false pure heart sir peter says In 1 Peter 1:22 now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth you want a clean heart obey God so that you have sincere love for your brothers pure heart is not double minded single minded purity of heart is to will one thing Psalm 27 verse 4 one thing i ask of the lord this is what i seek that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to gaze upon the beauty of the lord and to seek him in his temple clean hand pure heart come to god let us then approach the throne of grace hebrews 4 with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need hebrews 10:22 let us draw near to god with a sincere heart and full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water come with clean hands come with pure heart you will find mercy Jesus said blessed are the pure in heart for they and they alone shall see God and we are told he will surely draw near to you to help you and the hebrew writer says in chapter 2 verse 18 because he himself suffered when he was tempted he is able to help those who are being tempted and hebrews 4:15 for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses but we have one who has been tempted in every way just as we are yet without sin we have a high priest who will help us who will sympathize with us who will lift us up who will forgive our sins who will pour out his spirit upon us who will give us grace 
idol worshippers cannot draw near they must abandon all idols to worship god in bethel so we read in genesis 35 then god said to jacob go up to bethel and settle there and build an altar there to god who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother esau so jacob said to his household and all who were with him get rid of the foreign gods you have with you and purify yourselves and change your clothes we have to go to bethel where god is there is a way you come to church to worship and there you remember a person has ought against you don't worship you go and take care of it you must come with clean hands in pure heart that your worship may be accepted by god that you can go out with joy blessed people and we read in john 15 verse 3 you are already clean because the word i have spoken to you when you read the word and believe the word and practice the word you are clean you are clean you come as you hear the word of god you are being made clean by the word of god when you understand it and believe it and do what it says friends use all the means of grace to draw near to god especially public worship on the sabbath day i was glad when they said unto me let us go to the house of the lord not <coughs> i think i think i am coming with something it it always happens sunday morning didn't happen anything saturday night <laughs> I think something is coming over. No sir, I look forward to it. Because if two or three are gathered together in the name of Jesus, he guarantees to be with us to speak comfortably to us to bless us and to heal us. The Lord is our shepherd, we shall therefore lack in nothing. He will draw near to us. John 14 verse 21 and 23 whoever has my commands and obeys them he is the one who loves me he who loves me will be loved by my father and i too will love him and show myself to him Jesus replied if anyone loves me he will obey my teaching my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him not with dirty people not with sinning people not with people who declares i am a homosexual i was a homosexual i shall be a homosexual because god will not receive you as homosexual but thank god he will receive every sinner who comes with clean hands and a pure heart and we are told in second chronicles 15 verse 2 he went out to meet asa and said to him listen to me asa and all judah and benjamin the lord is with you when you are with him if you seek him he will be found by you but if you forsake him he will forsake you you cannot take him and his presence for granted 
come to him with clean lips, clean hands, clean heart, clean mind. Come with godly sorrow. Jesus said, Matthew 5, 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Sorrow, sorrow for sin. Come afflicting yourselves by fasting and prayer. Joel says, blow the trumpet in Zion, declare a holy fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast, let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber, let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the temple porch and the altar, let them say, spare your people, O Lord, do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is your God? Paul says in 2 Corinthians 7, now I am happy not because you were made sorry, but because your sorrow led you to repentance. For you became sorrowful as God intended, and so were not harmed in any way by us. Now he says godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. See what this godly sorrow has produced in you. What earnestness, what eagerness to clear yourselves, what indignation, what alarm, what longing, what concern, what readiness to see justice done. At every point you have proved yourselves to be innocent in this matter. You read Luke 22 verse 62. Peter wept bitterly. That's godly song. He wept bitterly in repentance. And now we are told turn the silly laughter The entertainment of this country. Everybody wants to be entertained. They come to church to get entertained. Silly laughter. Turn it. Turn it into mourning. And gloom. Turn the silly laughter of the fool. Turn the silly joy of the sinning man. Into mourning and gloom. Come in True repentance and the Lord shall draw near to you to help you, to bless you, to forgive you. May God help us to go down ten steps that we may receive grace, that we may repent, that God may meet with us. Young man, older person, Men and women, you have heard the voice of God. We declared the scripture and the word is true. Man's promises are nothing. Let God be true and every man a lie. But God's promises are true. Let us fulfill the condition that God may help us. And we are able to resist the devil. Hallelujah. Every day. Because the Lord is with us. 
Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us to do what you have spoken, that we may be a people with whom is God. God guides us. Pillar of fire and pillar of cloud. God is with us. God is in us by his spirit. We are with God. Lord, we praise you and thank you that you are our God. You are our savior. You are our deliverer. You are our shepherd. You are our salvation. You are our health. You are our healing. In Jesus' name, amen.